Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, no matter where you are on the planet. I want to give great thanks for all of you that have joined me, your host, and your podcast, Naima North Star, Plug Into the Wonderful You. We are so pleased to be here, so grateful to be here another Monday. Boy, how fortunate and blessed we are. So we'll wait for a few more podcasters to join us before we officially start our podcast. But this week is a kickoff of, of course, Thanksgiving. And even though I know we are always Thanksgiving in a Thanksgiving mode, no matter what day it is, because we live in gratitude, gratitude for another day, gratitude for another now. I saw this clock the other day. And on the clock, instead of it having the numbers, it had now, 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 now. So that clock is so accurate. It is more accurate than the clocks that we're normally used to that has the 12, 1, 2, 3, 4. But this clock only had now. And I loved the meeting because podcasters, our families, our tribe, this community, we know we only have now. And now sets up the next now. And the next now sets up the next second and the next minute. And it goes on and on and on. So whatever you are thinking about, you are going to eventually manifest, especially when you have a lot of high energy behind what you are thinking. So that's why when you're in angry, in an anger mode, you're really creating some real havoc, not just on your body, but the events, the circumstances, the experiences, they're going to show up in your life based on how you're thinking. So I love the depiction of the clock that has now, now, now. So let's all just be very, very conscious of what we are thinking about in the now, knowing that we are creating the next now, the next minute, the next second, the next hour, the next day, the next week, the next month, the next year, and it all begins with you. And that's why I'm so honored and delighted and just excited to be able to come every Monday and give you the good news, give you the news, the information and the wisdom that if you implement it into your life, you will see a shift in the way you think. And it all begins with your thinking. Your thinking goes into action. Your action goes into, no, thinking, then the thinking, then the feeling. The thinking, the feeling, then the action, then the event, then the experience. So like the clock that I saw last week, the clock that I saw last week that represents the depiction of time better than any other clock I've ever seen. It just had now, now, now. It replaced the numbers with the word now. So be conscious of that, all of us, that we stay in the nowness of time. And from that position, from that point, from that center, we're going to be mindful of what we're thinking. We're going to observe how we're reacting to everything around us. And we're going to be proactive, not reactive. We're going to set an intention for our day. 
a day in gratitude, not just wait for Thanksgiving to remind us to be thankful, but like I preference before we even, when we started at the top of this podcast this morning, I know everyone that has joined this group, this tribe, this community knows that we stay in an attitude of gratitude, so we don't have to wait just for a specific day to come rolling around once a year to be in that state. So be like, remember the clock that I saw last week. Be in remembrance that even when I see the clock that I'm looking at now, even though it has the numbers, even though the, the watch that I'm looking at right now, even though it has the numbers, I know the most powerful position, the most powerful point in my now or in my time is in the now. In right now. What am I thinking? And then I'm going to be so dedicated to my optimal health, mental health, physical health, spiritual health, that in this nowness of time, I'm going to select only those thoughts that are very beneficial to me, only those thoughts that are very supportive of me, only those thoughts that I know are going to build and create the life that I so desire. Why? Because I deserve it. You deserve it. I'm speaking on the, as, as a whole here. You all deserve an amazing life. And that's why we are here, for us to hear this conversation, to feast on this food, just like we will on Thanksgiving, many of us. We will fill our plates up more than we normally do. We'll eat a little bit more sweets than we normally do. But that's what this podcast is all about. It's about for us to come and feast on this wisdom. Feast on this truth that will set you free. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. So anyway, so happy Thanksgiving week. Thank you all for joining us. Today is November the 20th. 2023, we are moving on into, the, it is the holiday season for sure, and I'm grateful to be here. So when we get off this podcast this morning, those of you that did not write down in your gratitude journal, just stop, pause for a second, and write down a few things that you're grateful for. And as you are writing, I want you to feel that to the core of your being, because remember, if you don't feel it, you're not moving the bar. Nothing's happening. If you're not feeling what you are saying and what you're feeling, the gratitude when you're writing it down, it's, it's taking no effect. So find something in your life that you can truly, truly be grateful for and write that down. And if you want to kind of stimulate, well, what can I think of that I really can be grateful for? So think of something that's completely awful, like, oh, people can't breathe. People need an oxygen tank. I don't. Oh, I'm grateful for that I can breathe on my own. Oh, I can walk. I can talk. I can still see. I can still communicate. And the more you move up the ladder in age, you start thinking, I'm, I'm so grateful when I wake up, I know who I am. I know who I am. I'm consciously aware of not only who I am, but the people around me. I still know their names. I still have a memory. Oh, that is a big, big, big plus. So with that said, I'm going to open up the call. Those of you that would love to say good morning, but those of you that missed what I said in the beginning, happy Thanksgiving week. And I saw a clock this last week 
that only in place of the numbers, it had now, 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 and I was emphasizing the importance of you realizing that most powerful point that you have is the now. And for you to be consciously aware of what you are thinking so you can create the feeling, so you can create the action, so you can create the event, so you can create the experience. Because you're now that you're thinking now, the thoughts that you're thinking now is actually creating the next now. So what are you thinking about? Think only those things that are going to benefit you, that are going to support you. It's going to create more loving, kind, generous, peaceful, tranquil thoughts for you to create the world that you so desire. So with that said, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. And those of you that would love to say good morning, please do so now. Good morning, All right, so let's take, oh, our beloved professor, and I hear you, Aileen. So let's uh, have Professor always, come up always. first because he, he, I thought I heard his voice first. So, Professor, we're grateful for you. So if you well, like happy to say good morning, please. Happy Thanksgiving to all my family. And, of course, I'm feeling great, grand, and glorious, and so are you. Well, I'm complete. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you, our beloved Professor, who has a book Professor, say the title of your book, please. It's called Radiant Truths, The Spiritual Journey of an African-American uh, Descendant of Candle Road DNA Test. So I had him to... by uh, Reverend Michael Beckwin. Excellent. I wanted Professor to state his and share his information of the book because I want all of us to be mindful. We have so many people on this call that have so many wonderful offerings. So around, we're getting into gifting time. So remember, those of us that are on the call that have books, have products, have services, and gift those to others. These, the gifts that we have here, offerings we have here, changes the people's lives. So it's, it's, it's much more uh, valuable than a perfume, than a, 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 a Starbucks card for $25 to go and get a cup of coffee. I mean, those, those things are great. But if you really want to impact people's lives, books like Professor talking about his journey to Africa, that might stimulate other people to want to do their DNA test and maybe write their book. So... Just remember all of us on our in our tribe when you are thinking about gifting. So with that said, Miss Aileen, our beloved Aileen, you have the floor, darling. Can I add something to that? After Aileen. After Aileen, please. After Aileen, because she was she was up next. So Mr. Rob, hold that thought. Hold that thought. So Miss 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 our beloved Good Aileen. Good morning, family. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for this family who prays for me. And the prayers are working. I'm better and better. Every week I'm better. I thank you, Naima, for your call. I'm thankful for what you just said to the professor. That's why I get on this call. You are so uplifting. 
inspiring and empowering. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I simply thank you. Thank you so much, Aileen. Thank you. We love you. We we see you in optimal health. And thank you for allowing us to participate in your life's journey. All of the spirits that are on here, we're all angels to each other, and we all know that all things are possible because we know that there is an, an energy, a creator, a source that is always willing us to give us more than what we could even fathom. So thank you, Aileen, for the opportunity for us to be standing with you, seeing you in optimal health, and supporting you on your life's journey. We're very grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Our right, our beloved Rob. Rob, you have the floor. You had a thought. Well, actually, yes, yes, and uh, the floor is not open because if it was open, we would all fall in. No, seriously. <laughs> well, um, we are falling in. We're all falling into our our place on on in this planet. But anyway, go ahead, Mr. Rob. Thank uh, well, you. Well, yes. Well, two things. The, yes, the first thing is, gee, God, we're so grateful and so uh, thankful for the life of our amazing alien. Thank you for putting your healing touch on her life and bringing and bringing her bringing her complete and a complete recovery as much as much as humanly possible, so so she can continue to be the beneficial presence that she is. And has always been, and will, and will continue to be. That's the mm. that's the first thing. Mm. Okay. Second thing is, I'm going to relax because I didn't sleep all well last night. <laughs> 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 the third thing is speaking about about gifting, as I have done many times, a gift of a session with with Ms. Triple N. Who's Triple N? That would be noble, nifty, Naima. <laughs> would be would be would be a fabulous holiday present. And also, I am offering gifts as well. I am offering a free one hour one hour consultation where I will I will begin to unravel any issue that you that you have in your life. Not only related to autism but but Almost anything going on in your life because I've been working on myself and taking personal development for the last 39 years. So I not only have a hammer and a wrench, I have an entire tool set of tools that I've learned to assist and empower you getting rid of your judgments, opinions, shame, blame, should have, what it could have, anything and everything. So feel free. Feel free to go to www.highautismgifts.com. Tell me if you heard about this on the on this Naima program, so that I can give you that one-hour session. So with that, I am complete, but I'm never complete because I'm always expanding, just like everyone else here. Yeah, right on, right on, and Rob, we are all expanding, growing and becoming more of what the infinite designed us to be, and that is an awesome, awesome, awesome being. So I just want to remind us that maybe we have maybe some few visitors this morning, this afternoon, this evening, no matter where you're on the planet, but those of you that have joined us the first time, 
get or your candle, your candles to help you focus. As I'm speaking, you can look into the flicker of the flame and stay present as much as you can. Remember, we never can quiet the mind and stop the mind from doing what it does. The mind is programmed to do what it does because that's what it's programmed to do. It's programmed to think. You just want to maybe focus and relax. Really pay attention to your breathing. Focus on your breathing. Focus on the flicker of the flame. And just get into that very relaxed, conscious state of being receptive to what we are going to pour into this morning, so into this morning, love into you this morning. And those, we also bring our wallets. We bring our wallets because we do a visualization on seeing our wallets just packed and jammed with all kind of money. And you change the way you feel about money. You lace it with love, happiness, and joy, and you let go of the stressful thoughts and the anxiety and the frustration that you had about money. And how do I know that? Because it has worked in my life. So, I mean, I can't even explain to you to the degree of how I view money now. And no matter what bill comes in, what obligation, I stay in a frame of knowing that I always have more than enough. And your hand mirror, and that is for us at the end of our visualization, we love to just connect with our soul and share with ourselves just how beautiful we are and how much we love each other. And we forgive ourselves for whatever we thought we did in our past. Uh, and if you'd like to, you can bring a bill. We use the bill for allowing you to change your trajectory of the way you think about a bill into, oh, my God, I have to pay this bill. I don't have enough money. All that crazy conversation It's not going to do you any good but bring you down even further into the doldrums, but you look at the bill and you move into gratitude because you start to think about, oh, that bill supplied me with warm water, that bill supplied me with a car, that bill, that obligation, oh, allows me to have a home that I can lock my door, my windows, and go to sleep safe at night. So yes. that's how we change the way we think about bills. We go instantly into gratitude. And what I usually do sometimes, I even write a heart on it and I say thank you. And when I open it up and see the balance, I say pay in full. Now, what is that no. doing? That's creating my mind to know that there, I live in an abundant planet, that there is no lack, no lack of anything for me to stay connected to that truth, not the race consciousness that's always trying to project lack, limitation, problems, and fear. So that's why we do the bill thing. And grab some water and, of course, open heart, open mind. So with that said, I want to just, those of, I'll take if one or two of you would love to say good morning before we get started. Please do so now. Good morning. Good morning. State your Hi, name. Everybody. Go ahead. Uh, how do you can barely hear you. <laughs> How do you unmute? Oh, okay. You're you're unmuted. Good, we can hear good you. Morning. Good morning. It's Rodney here. Good morning. Ms. Yes, morning. I, I yes, yes, yes. I I hear you. I'm waiting for you. Are you going to say anything else? Like in beautiful downtown 
Long Beach. Yeah, <laughs> That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't realize. I thought I came on too late too to, uh, that you had already muted. So I was sitting I was enjoying it. Everyone, what you were saying already. But uh, yeah, good morning, good morning, good morning from the beautiful Southern California. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Because, you know, Miss Carla, she comes on, she brags about upstate New York, the electric city. So then Rodney, he started like, okay, well, hey, Long Beach isn't too bad either. So let's try to announce us in a grand way. Oh, you know, quickly, you, we, we have Jerry Dumpy here in Southern California. He said, from the desert to the sea and to all of Southern California. Oh, oh, I loved when he said that. Thank you for that. Yep. I love that. And he said it in a way with so much pride and so much joy. You actually yep. felt the energy of what he would say that. So thank you, Rodney, for uh, sharing that sentiment with us. Uh, that was a, That's just beautiful. So thank you, uplifting us even more. You know, so each one that you were coming on is just uplifting and uplifting and uplifting. I love it. Also, thank you for joining us. I'm in Long Beach also, Rodney, so let's hook up. Uh, you know, I don't know where in Long Beach you are, but go to, go to www.myautismgifts.com. Tell me, you know, and, uh, send me some, and send me your contact information if you so choose. We will have a phone conversation or whatever, okay? Thank you. Thank you, thank you. So, okay, Rodney, and we're doing hookups on the phone. I love it on this on the podcast. I love it. We are a family. So, Rodney, I know that you're getting ready for Thanksgiving as we are, and um, I know I'll see you at Thanksgiving. I'm pretty sure. And thanks for joining us this morning. Greatly appreciate you and your energy. Thank you. Is there anyone else who would love to say good morning before we start? Miss Carla Page is here from the Electric City. Oh, no, she is. Carla's back. Carla's back. I hear my sister Chevelle in upstate New York. So, Carla, did you do your thing? Because I start laughing. Too, like, I didn't say it yet. No. I was laughing too much. I couldn't hear a thing. So, Miss Carla, go ahead, do your thing. Okay. Good morning, everybody. This is Miss Carla Page from the Electric City, Schenectady, New York, upstate. Yes. And I'm feeling the love from everybody on the telephone. I'm feeling it. Oh, thank you, Miss Carla. We just love hearing that. And Rodney is on, and he is just getting the big And Rodney, up. hey, Rodney. <laughs> oh, we are family, no doubt. I even heard my sister in the background chiming in, talking about, yeah, like, we're upstate New York. We are the thing. We are the bomb. <laughs> about where they live. I love it. We need more of that. Believe you me, if we did, we would have a, a different uh, we would have a different experience on this planet if everybody was really proud and happy where they lived and would represent where they are like we like oh, all of you do on our call. Just grateful. That's so your virtual thing 
Yes, Let's do a virtual sing-along. We are family. family. We yes, are we family. All of Naima's co-participants and me. <laughs> Thank you, Pop. Oh, oh Woo! Yeah, we are on a roll this morning. So we are definitely in the high register of gratitude and appreciation and thanksgiving and uh, so appropriate for this time of year, in any time of the year, because like I said, anytime you can wake up and you know who your what your name is and you know the people around you and where you are, oh my goodness, you don't even have to go any step further about what can I be grateful for. Just that alone is enough that other people would love to have that experience, knowing who they are, knowing their name, knowing how to get in their car and not get lost in the freeway. Uh, you just have so much of that going on to this these days. So take care of your brain. Do the things that you know to do to help you have a healthy brain as long as you can. And at this point, I'll just say this. They did a um, they did an experiment. They followed nuns for like, I guess, 60 or 70 years, whatever. But they they followed their them for a lifetime. And as those nuns passed and did their transition, they opened up their brains to see, to examine them. What was so profound was that the nuns that had the evidence that they should have Alzheimer's and dementia, they had the evidence physically that they should have had those, that effect in their life. They didn't. They didn't understand why they have the physical evidence that they should have dementia and, and Alzheimer's, but they did not have any of those habits or experiences in the outer world when they were living. They feel they haven't come 100% positive, the reason, but they feel the evidence shows is because the nuns do what? They pray. They give gratitude. They stay in connection with the infinite most of their day. They do philanthropic work. They're not just thinking about themselves. They are utilized and dedicated their life to a higher power than themselves. And in wanting to be of service and then staying connected, doing their prayer, doing their meditation, do, being grateful, they feel that that is why those nuns that did not have the physical evidence on the outside of them losing their memory. That was, that is a profound, profound experiment. So, um, and so I just wanted to kind of throw that in is, yes, take care of yourself. Take care of your mind. Make sure you, you take time out every day to just sit and just let, just breathe. Learn how to breathe. Learn how to breathe and just be in the moment. Look at a flower and just be one with the flower. They say even a hug in a tree is so therapeutic. Taking off your your shoes and standing on a grassy knoll or in on the ground itself for 20 minutes a day, they say that helps ground yourself. They think that's part of the reason why we're having so many mental issues and being negative, staying in more of a negative consciousness is because when they started creating artificial substances to put on the bottom of our shoes that started the disconnection from the earth. 
So please walk around your backyard, your front yard a couple of times a week, at least with no shoes on, and learn how to ground yourself. Hug a tree. Be one with the be one with Mother Earth. So with that said, um, is there anyone else? And then we'll move on. And thank you for allowing me to share all of what I share. Good evening. Greetings. Greetings. Can you hear me? Can you hear yes, me? Yes, I can hear you now. I can hear you now. This is Muriel Shabazz. Welcome. Greetings, all my Oath of Manifestation family. Greetings, Naima Northstar. How wonderful it is to be on this call again. Oh, thank you, Muriel. Thank you. And Miss Muriel Shabazz is one of the co-founders, I do believe, with Barbara. You and Barbara Lindsay started the Oath of Manifestation call. Was it, or was well, there two, another well, person, or was just two of you? Um, Monet, Monet, Michael, and myself. We, uh, we. Well, actually, I heard it. Reverend Michael had mentioned it. With Reverend Cheryl had her doing the oath, and then uh, I just decided that was something we could use and be very beneficial for each one of us. So, greetings to each one of you. We're in the right place at the right time with the right folks. Oh, thank you so much, Muriel. Muriel has been such an advocate and support of your girl here. I'm just so grateful that she decided to join us. She has such a high consciousness, and I know that she's we are even elevated even more by her presence being on the call. She is also part of Toastmasters. She has a powerful, powerful Black Toastmasters um, every other Wednesday. And I will send out that information. I love just being on there and all that you've learned. And uh, so anyway, I will get that information out to everyone. I know that you would love to partake in that kind of a conversation. Oh, boys, at lofty, and you learn a lot. So yes. we're all about growth and expansion. So yes. thank you, Ms. Muriel, for all the work that you do. Thank you. Yeah, Miss Naima, can I just, this is Carla, can I just say something to the family? I want to say happy unselfishness day to everyone. Oh, yes. Thank you, Carla. We appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Is there anyone else who would love to say good morning before we? Greetings from Atlanta. Oh, our beloved Miss Johnny Proby. How are you doing, darling? Yeah, I'm doing good. Blessings to everyone. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to our beautiful songbird. And we know that you are in optimal health and doing exceptionally well. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of our family. So with that said, anyone else? And then we will mute and we will get started. Well, happy Gobble Gobble Day. So so who was, go ahead, the woman? There was a woman that said <laughs> It's Francis. Good morning, Miss Francis. Good. Good morning, Francis. Good morning, Miss Francis, bringing Alabama into the house. Thank you for joining us. And thank you for all the, the information that you send us. And we just see you doing wonderful things on Facebook. Thank you for all your service and promoting other people <clears throat> what they have they have to offer. And I think a male voice just spoke also. All right. So that voice, and then we will move on. So thank you, Ms. Francis. So who else do we have? Uh, Have a happy gobble week. (laughs) Oh, Mr. Marcus. 
How are you doing, beloved? Oh, pretty good, pretty good. Uh, hello there, Rob. He heard you. What's happening, so anyway, Mr. Marvelous Marcus? Oh, I'm, I'm doing great, doing great, great. Thank you, Mr. Marcus, uh, for all that you do for our podcast, and thank you for your artistry. I I just still keep looking at your art expression, and I'm just so excited about gifting that to a loved one. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. And, of You're course, welcome. I love the piece. I love the piece that you did for me a year or so ago. So thank you. Done with so such love. All right. Those of you that would love to say or comment after, please do so. Would love to get your feedback. And right now I'm going to put us on. All right. So now you can just dim your lights. Just dim your lights and start getting into that real peaceful state of consciousness where you're going to let go of anything and everything that is stood in your way to complete happiness, joy, feelings of prosperity. That's what this podcast is all about. Naima North Star is to assist you into connecting to your North Star. To your North Star. So again, happy Thanksgiving week. I will be interviewed this afternoon at 3 o'clock on Wilda's Authors Podcast. I sent the link out with the invitation to the, to our podcast. So those of you that would love to check it out, she has authors all day, all day from 9 o'clock this morning until I think about 6 o'clock this evening. I will be on at 3. You have the information. I will be sharing my book, the adult book, Naima's Simple Path to Peace, Self-Compassion, and Love, 12 Keys to Higher States of Consciousness. And I'm going to offer two packages. One is an RT, rapid transformational therapy package. The other is a 14-week, like a master class. So please. I would love for you to come and join and support Miss Wilta. Our quote for today is just when the caterpillar just when the caterpillar thought her life was over, she began to fly. So that's relevant to us all. Sometimes when you feel like you just can't go on anymore, there's some parts of you that must die for you to occupy a different place in space in this on this planet. You must have a different consciousness. So be willing to shed those things, those beliefs, those limiting beliefs, all the issues, all the triggers that you may have. Just allow yourself to invest in yourself to do whatever you need to do, treatment, therapy, RTT, meditation, all the things that you can do to support yourself, to invest in yourself, to let go of anything and everything that is standing in your way to your fulfilling life. And we know it all begins with you. So thank you all for coming and inviting others to our life-changing podcast. And it truly is a life-changing podcast. Once you start utilizing the wisdom and the knowledge and the truth that we share here every week. And thank you for your contributions and sponsorship of our podcast. And for those of you that would love to do that, is paypal.me slash forward 
ask my email for our cash app, Venmo. Why? Because you all have asked me to have all of these platforms to make it easy for you. So with that said, please just dim your lights. Go to that place in your home, your apartment, your condo, and just relax. Sit with your back supported and your head loose, free. You can cross your legs or you can have them straight out. But just get in a position where you are at such a, in a relaxed state, comfortable, so you can create within your mind where everything is created is through your imagination. And we're going to activate that imagination using the tool of visualization. So as you're sitting, you dimmed your light. You've, you've turned off all of your electrical devices except for your phone. Please have no background noise, no radio, TV, any of that. Just have quietness. And in this state, connecting so totally with the infinite that that which was in you, your silent partner, your North Star that will lead and guide you through your life, even when you don't even know what next step is the right step for you. But you'll develop an inner knowing that no matter when I come to a crossroad, I am so connected to that infinite intelligence, that silent partner, my North Star, I see what next step to take. I don't need to see the full path, just the next step. And trust that as I go down this road, all that I need is provided already. So I'm in a state of gratitude, knowing that all my needs are met exceedingly, just like the universe. I live in abundance. I live in an abundant universe. So now let's just take our hands, put it over our hearts, both hands. And I want you to breathe in. Breathe in. Take a nice deep breath. Let's breathe into our heart chakra where love resides. So breathe in. On the count of six, you can count it out. Breathe in. And you can hold it. And then let go. Let go of stress. Frustration. Hopelessness, not enoughness, let that go. Now taking another deeper breath. And as we're taking in this deeper breath, I want us all to think of something. It's one thing we can be grateful for. What could that be different from each one of us? So select something that you authentically can feel a shift in your consciousness of true, authentic Gratitude. What is that? So you breathe that breath in, hold it in a sense of gratitude with a smile on your face. Your whole body is being relaxed. And now exhale. And as you're exhaling, let go of anything and everything. 
that stands between you and inner peace. Any regrets, any memories that cause you suffering, let them go. Frustration, let that go. Oh, yes, regrets, let Now let's take in a deeper breath, our last deep breath. Bring it in. As you're bringing it in, I want you just to imagine that you're bringing in all the good stuff with that breath. Love, peace, joy, tranquility, feeling the feeling of the infinite itself residing right with you, within you, around you, beside you, in front of you, in back of you. And now I want you to exhale. As you are exhaling, affirm with me now I release anything from my mind, anything from my heart, anything from my body that stands between me and inner peace. Just feel your whole body relax from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Feel a feeling that you are one with the universe itself, feeling prosperous, feeling optimal health, feeling a deep sense of tranquility. And now you can put both hands down and breathe naturally. And as I'm speaking this morning, those of you that decided to light your candle, look at the flicker of the flame. Those of you that have your eyes closed, just keep your eyes closed gently, not straining, just in a relaxed state, and actually feel your body floating like a feather. And you can put both hands down with your palms up, facing up, signaling the universe that I'm ready to receive even more. And being grateful for what you already have, as I've reminded us many times. Be grateful for where you are and what you have right now. We never go to the universe in a sense of lack, limitation, boundaries. We know that all of that is non-existent, all been made up by race consciousness. We know absolutely we live in an abundant universe filled with everything and that all our needs have already been met. That's the promise before you ask it was given. So as you sit there, beloved, this morning, this afternoon, this evening, know absolutely you deserve to feel this good and allow that feel-good feeling to permeate every cell in your body. And then claim, acknowledge, I created this wonderful feeling of peace, in my body, in my heart, in my mind, and I can create this wonderful feeling any time I choose. Filling your heart with gratitude. That's the wonder of being alive. So much to be grateful for. And now just breathe in and out. Focus on your breathing. That helps you to stay centered or even look at the flicker of flame. 
And sometimes if I have flowers, which I have flowers right beside me, sometimes I just love to get lost in the flowers. The flowers remind me there's an intelligence that's in that flower that directs the intelligence, the intelligence directs the way the flower is to present itself in this realm. The stem green, the flower part, the petals orange, yellow, green, purple. And that same intelligence is within me. Because I know that I am made in the likeness and image of the Most High. That I am a co-creator with the universe itself. So knowing that, now I want each one of us to select one thing you would love to create more of, whatever that thing is, decide, select and choose, believe and know you have it now, not in the future, but right now. Now create the vision of you possessing that which you so require to have part of your human experience. Breathe that in. And now I want you to move into the feeling place where the magic is. When you feel the feeling that you already have it, it is yours. And like Neville says, it will objectify itself in its own strange way. What is Neville sharing with us? Don't get caught up in the how. You just do your due diligence. Oh, and follow your intuitive guide, your lead, to make that call, to start that project, to go on the computer and do a Google search, or pick up your your phone and call someone. Follow your intuitive guide. That is the universe talking to you. Some people call it first mind, gut feeling, whatever you call it. Learn to follow it down your yellow brick road. So you're requiring this thing that you want to experience more of. And while you are sitting there, centering yourself, hear what you hear. Be totally present where you are. Nothing is a distraction. Just pull your mind right back and focus on what words I'm speaking, what visions are coming up in your head, and what the feelings that you're feeling in your heart. And your body is in total relaxation. So, so relaxed. You feel like a feather floating. Moving deeper into the silence. Giving yourself permission to attract, to entangle, to be one with those experiences that you so require in your life. Realizing again, nothing is more important than me feeling good about me. Because everything begins with the way I think, and the way I think creates my feeling, and the feeling creates the action. The action creates the event, and then the experience. So I always start at the top. What am I thinking? Being mindful and observer of how I'm thinking, how I'm moving, and be so dedicated to my mental health. 
I never react to other people's emotional states. I don't entangle myself in anything that is not of the highest register, love, peace, joy, feelings of prosperity, feelings of the presence of the great I am. And I know as I visualize this in my mind, the mind doesn't know the difference between real or imagined. So I know absolutely it will objectify itself in its own strange way. So just be at one with yourself. You can put your hands down again with your palms up, ready to receive, relax, breathing in and breathing out in harmony with the universe, paying attention to your breath. And I want you to start with you first because everything begins with you. So I want you to imagine yourself at the highest height of your success, whatever that means to you, being happy, feeling prosperous, feeling joyful, being in optimal health, get that vision in your mind right now and project it on the screen in front of you. See that you that really is the real you, that the infinite created at the highest height of their success, of your success. Now I want you to imagine, using the power of your imagination, what would you be doing in that state of beingness, that successful you, that wealthy you, that prosperous you, that optimal healthy you? Get a clear and detailed image of you in that state. And now I want you to visualize what would you be doing. What would you be doing being that you in those states? Having the money, having the health, having the peace, having the joy, having the happiness, having the loving relationships. See yourself in that state of beingness right now. That is who you truly are. That's why I refrain from saying reimagine yourself. No, you're going back to your original DNA coding. Before the imposter was created, the imposter, how was it created? By other people's definitions about you and opinions about you that you adapted to, that you took in, that you believed to be true, and even your own misconceptions of you. Oh, we rid all of ourselves of all of that. We're going back to our original DNA coding of what the creator created us. Phenomenal, extraordinary, magnificent, outstanding, exceptional. But that is who you truly are. So just be in that state. Be yourself. Be doing and having what you desire and require in life and breathe that in so those of you that are seeing yourself in optimal health feel your body right now as I speak these words feel your body being restored every cell every atom in your body is being restored to optimal health 
feel a sense of youthfulness welling up inside of you, knowing that 810 cells every second are being replaced. 810,000 cells are being replaced every second. So you've been in this ocean of love with this community for a while. How many seconds have your body had the opportunity to create cells in this ocean of love? Oh, you are healing yourself right now as I speak continuously. Feel your body actually being rejuvenated, replenished, restored, recharged, revitalized. And breathe that in. Feel a new zest for life. Anchor your mind on every word I speak. Embrace it. Saturate your mind. In fact, throughout your day, revisit what I'm sharing with you. Hear it. Recall it. Bring it back up. Feel the feeling that I am being rejuvenated, that I am in harmony with the universe itself. I am a note in the song of life, breathing, living, rejoicing in each moment, vibrating on the highest frequency of love and above, being grateful, being appreciative, appreciative of everything I have, even the breath that I take, even the beat of my heart. It beats automatically without me doing a thing. Oh, I am so grateful knowing that I'm in concert with the universe itself. The universe is always growing and expanding and so and speak to your body. I command you, I compel you, I direct you, I instruct you to go back to your original DNA coding and see yourself doing all the things that you would do with that beautiful, healthy, divinely optimal, healthy body. See your body running up the stairs, dancing with a friend, a grandchild, a neighbor. See yourself skipping rope, hopscotch, jogging. Whatever it is, let your imagination stimulate all of those parts of your body. Because when you get a vision, you actually start activating parts of your body. So see yourself doing the things that you would love to do that brings you joy. And speak to your network of intelligence within your body. Give it direction. And remember, when you go to bed at night, get an image of yourself in an optimal, healthy vision. And then move into sleep with that vision. Give the universe a blueprint of something to work with that is beneficial to you. Not your worries, your woes, your disappointments. No. Create the image, the vision of who you were created to be or either thing that you desire to bring into this realm. And with a smile on your face, move into the realm of sleep, giving the universe itself a defined, detailed image of that which you are requiring 
in your life. Oh, it works, beloved. Be conscious, be aware, be mindful of what you are thinking and what you are bringing in the bed with you at night. Think so highly of yourself. I love myself so much that I demand of myself. I'm committed. Those are my four agreements that I will love myself. I will cherish myself. I will think only thoughts that benefit myself. And any action that I take is going to benefit me in some way. And as I benefit myself, how can I not be an asset, a blessing to not only those around me, but the world itself. So breathe that in. Those of you that are desiring prosperity, I want you to think, who would benefit from you being in that state of wealth? A thousandaire, a millionaire, a billionaire, a trillionaire, whatever air you decide. It's all up to you and it all begins with you. So that prosperity, you see yourself being so prosperous. See all the people that would benefit, all of the foundations you would give to, all your philanthropic work. Your money will go where your feet will never touch. Go into different parts of the world that you can impact other people's lives. It never will meet you physically. Oh, but your money can go there and do things for you. Here and after you're gone, look at the Getty, look at the Rockefellers, foundations, foundations. They've been gone for a long time, but guess what? Their foundations are still assisting and fulfilling their intention. So what's your intention for your money? Set an intention for your money. Your money, as we have stated many times, is not a means to an end. It's a tool. It's a tool for you to do what you want to do and impact in this life. How many people would you love to assist? Maybe you are watching a television show. They break in. There's been a horrible catastrophe. You call up the channel because the people that you saw being interviewed, you want to pour into them. You want to give them a place to stay for a year without paying rent so they can, as they say, get on their feet. How would that make you feel? Or maybe you're standing in line. You see a woman got two or three kids or maybe no kids, and something inside of you says, pick up her tab. Tell the cashier, I, I have her. I have his. I'll pay for that. And the people look at you like, you don't even know me. Oh, but something inside of me prompted me to do that. And you don't even have to tell them that. You just smile and just say, it's my pleasure. Oh, because it truly is. Because you're doing the greater work that is impacting lives in the world in amazing ways. So those of you that are desiring more monetary wealth, money, prosperity, what would that number look like in your bank account? Visualize it right now. Visualize that number, those many zeros after the number, and ask yourself, how would I feel having that amount of money in my checking account, in my bank account? 
how would I feel? The feeling place takes you there. It entangles you in there. It attracts what you're desiring. You become one with it when you ask that question, how would I feel? Your brain is going to go, oh, this is how you would feel. Oh, and right now you're in the same vibration and the same frequency of that thing or those experiences that you desire. So now imagine you hearing the automated system telling you your balance. How would that make you feel? Those of you that brought your wallets, I want us all to imagine us cramming and jamming $50 bills, $20 bills, $100 bills in our wallets. I want you to giggle as you're doing it. Why? Because I want you to release yourself from the stress and the frustration that's usually surrounded around money. We're changing that dynamic, that relationship we have with money. So every time we think of money, every time we see our wallet, every time we think of our bank account, we just have a big smile because we know that the money that we have, even if it's a penny, it is connected to all the money in the world. So I feel at one with it all. I feel prosperous whether I have it in my account or I know it's in the account of the infinite and it's always available to me if I energetically match with that. Feeling the feelings of prosperity, feeling the feelings of wealth, feeling the feelings that I am already plentiful. Oh, absorb that. Download that into your consciousness. Actually see your hands having that much money in it and putting it into your wallet. Actually see yourself writing out a check to your organization that you would love to pour into a seed. Just see yourself doing all the things that you would love to do with your money, paying off someone's mortgage or buying someone a car down the street that you see them always fixing it up and they always fixing it up. And you just say one day, you know what, I'm just going to go and give that man $10,000 debt. Go and, you know, get a car or take them to the dealership. Just think of all the ways when you make the most out of you, when you ascend and you use all your talents and skills and your calling and monetize it, how can you not be a blessing to the world? Impossible. So let's breathe back in feeling wealthy. Those of you that brought a bill I want you to look at that bill, the Edison bill that I have right over there. I'm looking at it now. All I think of now is, oh, I'm so grateful that any time I want to turn on my lights, all I have to do is just click the switch. I don't have to go and chop wood. I don't have to go and get a lantern. I don't have to fill it with some fluid that's dangerous. No, that's all I do is go to the wall or either my lamp and just turn a button and I have light. Oh, and when I get the water bill, oh, I'm so delighted because I have full control of the temperature of water. I don't have to walk 10 or 15 miles with a bucket on my head or a bucket in both hands with water. Oh, no. I just go into my kitchen, my refrigerator, my bath, my bathroom, 
and I select the temperature that I want to wash my face, my body, clean off my food, my vegetables, my fruits before I eat them. Not in a bucket outside, oh, but right in a place that's so convenient. And as you change the way you think of a thing, the thing changes. The way your bills flow changes because you're in gratitude and appreciation that the money I have, I love to circulate it because I know it comes back to me. You just feel yourself in a deep sense of just feeling so wealthy and prosperous. For you are, for you are truly, see it and then see how the world would benefit and who would benefit. Those of you that are desiring happiness and peace, it all begins with you. How do we get in a peaceful state, a happy state? Learn to focus on your breathing. Focus on the things that bring happiness in your heart. That's how you experience happiness. Happiness is not a place outside of you. Joy is not outside of you. Happiness and joy and peace and tranquility is in, within you. And you tap into it by asking, how would I feel being in a state of peace? Oh, your brain seeks it out like a heat-seeking missile. There, there it is right there in your consciousness. Well, let's draw that out and breathe it in. How can I be happy? Do I need to go to another place to be happy? No, because if you go to another place and you bring you, you are who you are wherever you are. It all begins within you. In this moment, show me infinite intelligence. What can I do? What action can I take to stimulate happiness within me? That may be turning on your your radio, your YouTube. I do. When I get finished from exercising, I come in here and I turn on my YouTube and I sing country, sing it like I'm performing and like I'm getting paid for it. I put my heart into it. No, I'm not a singer, but I know that music stimulates my whole brain. And I know that it brings me such joy and happy feelings. I know that I'm repairing my body. I know that I'm creating more healthy cells. I know those times that I take to sing and dance and act silly, I know that they are assisting me in some way. When I run, I, well, I, I'm jogging a little bit and I walk a little bit. But one thing I implemented into my exercise, which I'm really enjoying, I read where if you walk or run backwards, it stimulates your brain. And it has so many benefits. So on a certain section of my walk, run, jog, I turn around and I, I kind of jog backwards for about 10 minutes. And as I'm jogging backwards, being very careful, but because it's on a straightaway, being very as I'm jogging backwards, some people looking at me, they smile, they do two thumbs up, and they just say, "Hey, that's neat." But I notice that my brain is different. My agility is different. My balance is different. 
So think of ways that you can really just treat yourself so good that you, every action that you're taking is benefiting in some ways. And when I do something that is not so beneficial, on the other side, I do something even more beneficial to offset that which I did. And exercise. Walk, run, jog, do something. Get out of that house. Look at the, the water, whatever your scenery is, the trees, the grass, the, the yellow flowers that you may see on your trek. But get out. Say good morning to the people that walk by you. Make contact with others that you don't even know. Good morning, good afternoon. People look at you, but it doesn't matter. Just learn ways to stimulate happiness and peace and joy within yourself. And let's breathe that in. Those of you that are desiring to optimize your opportunities with your jobs, your services, your products, your merchandise, just see yourself in the most lucrative places and joint ventures with others, creating the businesses that you desire, whether that is your books, offering them, see yourself at tables, doing book signings, if it's speaking engagement, see yourself in front of quaint groups of 20 to 30 or thousands of people, but just see yourself on stage or at a lectern or just in front of a room, just sharing whatever it is you desire to share. And how would you feel? Feel the feeling right now. And now all of those of you that are actors, we have actors on this. We have entertainers, singers. You, see yourself sign lucrative contracts for your services. Be it. Feel it. Feel it in every fiber of your being. See yourself in front on a stage, see yourself in front of a camera, see yourself entertaining, doing the things that you love to do, and see the people reacting in the audience or on YouTube or on a Zoom, wherever you do your thing. See people reacting, just, just soaking up all of what you're sharing with them. And then see yourself being lucratively compensated for your gifts, your talents, your skills. Remember, we are here to share our gifts, our talents, and our skill in calling with the world to make it a better place. So see yourself just having so much fun, offering your books, your services, your products, and your merchandise, and then seeing and feeling all of the compensation that you would love to get from that sharing. Just Wake up that playful imagination that you had when you were a kid. Sometimes as people move down the road in age, they forget. They forget how to feel good. They forget how to play. They forget how to use their imagination like they did when they were a child. They've let life dictate to them how they're going to feel by the hurts, the pains, the betrayals, the disappointments. They're taking, they're letting it all just stay within them. But you don't have to. You can let it all go. You can become renewed, renewed in spirit, renewed in heart, renewed in mind. Oh, yes, let's do that together. 
this morning. Oh, yeah, listen to every word I speak and pay attention to the way you're breathing. So breathe all of that goodness in. You have become one with that person that you have imagined, the prosperous, optimal, healthy you that was on that screen. You've embraced that person right now. Embrace that you. That's you. Those of you that are desiring a home, see yourself in that home right now, doing all the activities that you would love to do, having those beautiful dinners, those parties, whatever it is you desire to do in that house. And what would you love to see in your home? What color would the couch be? How would your kitchen be formatted? Would you have an open floor concept? Would you have upstairs, downstairs? Would you have wooden floors? Would you have tile floors? Would you have carpets? Well, actually feel your feet walking across your beautiful floor in your beautiful home. And I want you to stand in the middle of that home right now. And I want you to look around. What would you see on the walls? What would you hear? What would you be experiencing? What fragrances would be dancing by your nose? Would it be the fresh flowers that you have on your coffee table? Or would it be the flowers from outside of your window? And that fragrance is coming through in the breeze. Just be in that space. Oh, beloveds, and when you go to bed at night, bring this vision with you, with the vision that you're creating with me, us, right now. Bring this vision into your sleep realm, detailed out the color, all the things that you desire to experience, and offer that up to the infinite. The blueprint in detail, feeling your feelings, feeling the feelings of being in that house. As you lay there in that bed, feel the the feelings you would have if that furniture was in that bedroom, that your kitchen is outside of that bedroom door, the bathroom that you so love, just the outside, the front porch, the front yard, the flowers, the, the driveway, all of it. Feel the presence of that house, that condo, that apartment, whatever it is as you enter your sleep. Now breathe that in. That's real. That's real. You're creating all the time. Be purposeful in your creation. Put your mind on only those things that you desire, not what you don't want, but what you do want. And if you don't know what you do want, just write a list of what you don't want. Just write down because if you ask people, people more, more know more about what they don't want than what they do want. So just write down all the things you don't want. And flip it. <laughs> then do the reverse on the other on the other side, and that's what you want. That's what you require in your life. So just be in that home right now. Even when you're waking hours, walk in the home that you have now, feeling the home, the apartment, the condo that you are desiring and requiring. Feel the presence of it now. Be in the feel the energetic feel of that thing that you're desiring. But we are always going to be appreciative of what we have. Oh, I'm so grateful for what I have right now. Attitude of gratitude, whatever you appreciate, appreciates. So breathe that in. Those of you that are desiring a car, see yourself in that car. Feel the presence of that car 
in your garage, in your driveway, or on the street, wherever you park this car that you have, the, the car you want to replace this car, I want you to feel the presence of that car right now. When you move into sleep, I want you to feel the presence of that car in your garage, in your driveway, on the street where you park. Feel the presence of it. And it must bring a smile on your face as you're moving into sleep realm. And you smile. Oh, and you're giving thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That I already have it. What does Neville say? Oh, it will objectify itself in its own strange way. Okay. I've already have it. And remember that vision board, that action board that I, that we talk about? Oh, when we place those things that we require in our life, we put, put them up with a feeling of gratitude as if we already have it. That's my way of doing my vision boards and how I direct my clients is when you have that picture of that thing that you're desiring, as you are placing it on that board, you are placing it as if you already have it because you're already in a state of gratitude, and you look at that board as a photo album. And every time you go past it, you are connected with it because you've already accepted, oh, I already have that. Thank you. Thank you. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. It's not that I'm wanting that. It's not that I'm yearning that. That keeps you away from it. That keeps you disconnected. But when you accept that I already have it, it's a photo album. I've already gone to Italy. I've already gone to J Japan. Thank you. Oh, my God, that trip was wonderful. I'm putting my myself, my consciousness in the state of being in that place already. And then I allow it to objectify itself in its own strange way, unfold so magnificently that I couldn't have planned it even if I tried. Not the way it comes. Mm -mm -mm. Let's live those magical lives that are available. It looks like magic, but it's not. It's just you set your intention. You stay committed and focused. And every time another thought would offer, oh, you're not going to ever have that, you say, oh, no, I'm going to create a new thought pattern of, oh, yes, I can. Oh, yes, I am. And then I already have it. So I'm already in praise and thanksgiving and gratitude. And, oh, what did Miss Naima say? Oh, anything that I appreciate, oh, it appreciates? Oh, I think I'll stay in the consciousness of appreciation. So just see yourself in that car doing whatever you desire that brings joy to your heart. What color, interior, exterior, take a picture of it, have it on your screensaver. Take a picture of it, put it on your action board, your mood board, your vision board, and as you're placing it, you say, thank you, I already have it. When you see it riding down the street coming towards you, you say, thank you. Thank you for reminding me that that car is already mine. Thank you. Not look at the car and say, oh, I just want that car. I just can't wait to get that car. I don't have the money for that car. Oh, no. You see the car coming down the street or parked, and as you're walking by, you say, thank you. Thank you, I already have that car. Thank you. Because I know the promise before I asked it was given. Do you really believe in the spiritual teachings that you have been studying, all the books that you read? Do you really believe that it's my job? It's my job 
to stay consciously conscious of what I'm thinking and redirect my thoughts on the things that I desire more of and let go of the things that I do not. I think I'll stay in that energy field. And now just breathe that in. See yourself right driving that car, hearing music or in silence. Oh, and those of you that are desiring to travel, just see yourself on any part of this planet you desire. What would you see? What would you be eating? What fragrances would you be experiencing? What flowers, what trees are indigenous to that part of the world? Just see it all right now. And in between you being there and here, I want you to create some cuisine, find some recipes online, put your computer on pictures of all the things that you would love to experience when you're in that part of the world. And every time you walk by that green on your computer, you connect with it. You say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So just breathe that in with a smile on your face. Remember your purpose is to live your fullest, to your fullest capacity. Your business is just a vehicle that allows you to do your mission. But it all comes from you. And then you want to ask yourself, what am I required to do to make this a possibility to me? Do I need to make do more classes? Do I need to make an investment in some form of therapy? Do I what do what is required of me? Is there anything required of me? Or am I good doing the things that I'm doing? And when you connect with your North Star, knowing that you have a silent partner, it speaks to you, either by an intuitive nudge, a gut feeling, first mind, but it will communicate with you. So let's just breathe all of this in. And now we're here with just you. Just you, your relationship. Any relationship you want to repair, repair it in your, in your mind first. Create the conversation you would love to have with that person. Get rid of the old memories, the old conversations, the old arguments, the old disagreements, all of those old, worn-out stories you've been saying to yourself and reiterating and regurgitating over and over and over. Let all of that go. If you want to repair or create a relationship, a healthy relationship, it all starts within your mind. So create the conversations that you would love to have with your daughter, with your ex-husband, your ex-wife, your partner, your boss, your supervisor, your neighbor, your grandchild, your niece, your nephew, your mom, your dad, whomever it is, create the conversation you would love to experience with them and let go of the old. Because most people stay in the past so much they can't, they keep regurgitating the past into the nowness of time and now it just keeps going on and on that cycle. But if you want something different, you must think and feel differently. 
even about the person, if you want them to continually be in your life. Now, if you do not, just bless them and go on. But if that person is a necessity in your life, you have the power. You have the power. I guarantee you I've done it. Many people have. You can change the feelings inside of you about that person and the conversation and pay more attention to that, create more of that, and you will see it manifest in the outside. So what would you love to hear from those people? Hear it now. I love you. Boy, I'm so grateful. I'm so sorry. I took advantage of you. But, oh, I just want to call you and just tell you thank you for all the things that you've done for me. And I'm sorry about the misunderstanding. You'll be amazed at what comes when you change the way you feel about a person. I've had many clients that have had very serious issues with their parents. And I kid you not, when they change the way they feel and they change the, their intention as, hey, I want to have a connection with this person, the conversation changed. I had a client last week to call me and tell me that him and his father had the best conversation. He connected with his father. So he wasn't on the phone thinking about what his father didn't do, how he disappointed him. His intention was set on I want to have a connection and a relationship with my father. Oh, and I want to understand my father. Oh, so now the connection is so different. The energy is so different, and the person on the other end can feel it. Oh, I don't feel judgment. I don't feel like they're going to blame me for anything. I don't. Oh, this is a safe place. Oh, I can talk. Yeah, I can talk a little longer than I usually talk. And I can talk about different things than I usually talk about. Oh, why? Because I, the person's changed. So the conversation has to change. And when the conversation changes, the experience changes. So what do you want to hear from all those people that you would love to have a wonderful conversation or a relationship with, a connection, a true connection Create it in your mind first with using your visualization and actually see yourself having fun with them, doing, doing some really fun things together, and let go of the old vision. Let it go. Just let it go. Start anew. Start fresh. Say, I'm not the same person I used to be back then, and neither are you. I'm a new man. I'm a new woman. I've got a new attitude. I have a new mindset. And let that work wonders, miracles for you. And let's breathe that in. And now, those of you that brought your hand mirror, I want you to pick your hand mirror up. Our number one intention in on this podcast is for you to feel so good about you that you love yourself so unconditionally, that you become your own cheerleader, you become your own best friend, that you learn to fill your cup up first 
that you never go outside looking for something that you're not willing to give yourself. That means love, kindness, money, whatever it is. Oh, no, this is my agreement. I will never require or look for anyone to give me anything that I'm not willing to give myself first. So those of you that have that mirror, I want you to put pull it, put it up as close as you can to your eyes and look deep into your eyes. And our first thing we're going to say is, I forgive you. And breathe that in. Sometimes it's a little tough because we just diminished ourselves so much. We talk so negatively about ourselves and we criticize ourselves so much. And having forgiven ourselves for something we did 20, 30, shoulda, woulda, couldas, all of that. So look deep into your eyes, beloved, this morning and say it again. I forgive you when we say our name. Say, I forgive you and say your name. And breathe that in. And let's say it one more time. I forgive you. And breathe that in. And just listen as you look deep into your eyes as you have forgiven yourself. I've forgiven you from every statement that you have about yourself that diminished you. I forgive you for any harsh criticism that I've given you. Any negative thoughts that I've had about you, I forgive you. Let it go. And I set myself free. And now look deeper into your eyes, beloved, and say, I love you. And say your name. And that sometimes that really gets to you as well. This is heart work. Heart, heart work. And you can hug yourself with the other hand if you like, or if you don't have your hand near, just hug yourself as I'm speaking this. These releasing words. Let's say it again. I love you. Say your name. And breathe that in. I'm restoring my soul. Yes, I am. I'm loving who I see in the mirror. The wonderful, beautiful, the phenomenal me. I'll say it one more time. I love you. Look deep into your eyes. And breathe that in. And then feel the feeling that something wonderful is taking place within. Feel the feeling. As you keep looking at yourself, say, there's nothing absolutely. I see, Naima. There's absolutely nothing small, average, or mediocre about me. Oh, yes, I see my light. And I allow my light to shine so brightly. Because as I allow my light to shine so brightly, 
I inspire others just by being in their presence. I'm giving others permission as I've given myself to be the greatest, grandest, glorious expression of myself. Thank you, Professor. And breathe back. And as I'm feeling so good about myself this morning, realizing how amazing and phenomenal and extraordinary I am and how uniquely I was made knowing that no one can do me better than I can do myself. I have a path that has allowed me to become and evolve into this being I am now. And without any of those experiences, I would not be who I am right now. And because I love myself so unconditionally being who I am in this moment, I'm grateful for my journey on this earth. I can call it all good. Why? Because I love who I have become through it all. I love who I see in the mirror. Speaking collectively again, I love who I'm becoming more of what I was intended to be. <laughs> now, I don't have to pretend. I don't have to run and do an affirmation that I'm wealthy, that I feel good. Oh, no, I live in that state. I so have absorbed it that now I am it. I am it. Am that I am. No more straining and struggling. I've accepted who I am and whose I am. Now, I want each one of you just to think of just one or two people you've helped along their way your generosity, your philanthropic actions, your kindness, your hugs. Just think one of two people that you have assisted and know that your life is significant, that you have a purpose here. And for those of you that would love to, live for a purpose greater than the self. But knowing without a doubt it is my job. It is my job to do what's right for me. And I don't delegate that job to anyone. I love taking care of me. I love who I've become. In spite of all of my ups and downs and sideways, failures, mistakes, things that I should have, could have, would have done, all, all of it, I'm embracing it because I love who I am. I love who I've become so unconditionally. And breathe back in. Those of you can still look in your mirror. And those that just want to embrace yourself. Knowing that I am the most important person in my life. I am the most important person in my life. And I so love me, I do right by me. What I eat, what I drink, what I think, what I participate in, who I participate in with. Let's breathe that in. 
and just be in this state <laughs> as I read our announcement. Just keep loving on yourself. You deserve it. Nature never replaces or duplicates anything. You are one of a kind. You are unique. So be excellent at whatever you do so you will not be, so you will become unforgettable. Be so excellent in whatever you do. Put your heart and soul into whatever you're doing. You'll never, ever, you will be unforgettable and the world will not be able to ignore you. Just be all that you can be. You're phenomenal. Just let that in. Be at one with that. And just be in that state. And I'm going to read our announcements. I'm going to invite you to another call similar to this. It's called Open Manifestation, and we have one of the co-founders on the call this morning, Ms. Muriel Shabazz. And without that call, without her doing that with Monet, I would never be sitting here doing this. See, I love that quote by Frank Capra, the man who created the Wonderful Life movie. I love that movie. But he says, Frank Capra, Everyone's life touches someone else's. So without the oath of manifestation, without Muriel agreeing to do that and her Monet, I would have never been invited to that call. And I would never be sitting here. Everything, everyone's life touches someone else's. Anything you're desiring, remember, anything you're wanting to create, as I've mentioned over the years, that is someone else's prayer answered. That is someone's request answered. Oh, I would love to go to a restaurant that served vegan food. Oh, there's someone that has an idea of being wanting a vegan restaurant but don't have the money, don't have the means, but just has the desire. And because... They are courageous enough and bold enough and trusting enough and faithful enough. They just keep taking one more step, one more step, one more step, and now we got Bebet's um, restaurant, Stuff I Eat. So good for you, good for your body, soul. And, and when I'm not feeling that well, I get in my car and I drive like 45 minutes to get her food. Everyone's dream is an answer to someone else's prayer. So that call, the open manifestation call, is 213-233-3999 every day at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. That number again is 213-233-3999. And I'd like to thank you all for praying and sending love and light and healing energy to the Congo, to Gaza, all over the world, we need it. To my brother Steve, Bonnie, um, Donna. I'll tell you a story about Donna. That 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 was like a, that's becoming a miracle. But I'll let it continue to unfold. 
Oh, but the doctors were about ready to like say she's oh we can't stop the bleeding and we just don't know. We don't even know why she's not conscious. We don't know what's going on. Well I said, I shared with the person who called me that um God has another plan. So I start talking to Dolly. I was sitting on the couch. I said, oh, God, I wish I was in Schenectady so I could go to the hospital and talk to Donna and maybe do an RTT therapy on her. And Spirit said, you don't have to physically go anywhere. You don't have to do that. Just start talking to her. So I get a text yesterday morning when I woke up. They stopped the bleeding. Her blood pressure is stable. She can hear people. She opened her eyes. So let's see how this is going to unfold. But I know when the great I am suggests something to me, it doesn't matter what the doctors say. Because the universe has a final say. So let's send out some loving, healing energy to Donna. It's connected in New York. And I'm expecting to get even more amazing phone calls from back east. Anyone else? Oh, let's do. Oh, yes, Miss Johnny, we hear you. I'm going to send you some love and healing energy. Chisholm in Minneapolis, we're going to send you some loving energy for your father and your family. Jocelyn, we're going to send you some loving energy for your family in Minneapolis as well. Francis, we're going to send you some loving energy, peaceful energy in Alabama. Linda, we're going to send you some. We're sending you it. Yep, feel it, Linda. Anyone else? Just say your name. Say their name. And I want to thank each one of you for coming this morning being a part of our family, our tribe, our community. We know that we are that we are uplifting the planet. We know that the all the love that we create every Monday, we know that it's, it is waving out just like the ocean that I'm looking at now. That wave is going out. We know that energy never dies. So all this loving energy that we've created from within, we know that it's without. We know that it's moving through our walls, to our neighbors, to the neighborhood, to the state to the country, and to the world. So I want to thank all of you around the world that listen to our podcast. Thank you. Thank you. And for those of you that would love to be a part of our tribe, our community, our, our family, just email me at one naima naima at gmail.com, and that's the number one, naima naima at gmail.com. So with that said, those of you that would love to have a, have a comment, you've had a, a, a demonstration, just star six yourself in. Because I know sometimes Sadler's on a walk or Sadler's that sometimes people are at work and they can't. I don't want all of that background noise. So those of you that are still with us and would love to have a comment, please do so now. Just start six yourself in. Excellent call. Excellent call, Naima. <laughs> Thank you, our brilliant, amazing artiste. And we're looking uh, forward, Marcus, you. to
to come into a gallery or an exhibit. I'm just looking so forward to it. And uh, definitely, um, I will be giving you a call, if not this week, next week, because I know I have the interview today is at 3 o'clock with Wilda's event on Facebook. And then I'm on her show again tomorrow for my children's book, The Wonderful You. And it's going to be a really, really good. So, Mr. Marcus, I hope you can tune in as well. I'll be, I sent you all, all the information. And they're talking to authors about how they wrote their book and the process and the tools that they use. And, of course, I'm going to offer, I have two offerings, my 14-week program based from my 12 principles. It's a lifetime work of mine. And many, and some of you have purchased the workbook, but my mentor tells me not to sell the book. He says there's too much in there, not even <laughs> given too much. So I've developed a 14-week, like a master class program that each week we go over one of the principles in the book, faith, generosity, health, well-being, and I give you an opportunity to work from that that step or that key principle, and then you implement it into your life, and then you share with me what you garnered from it. And I give you tips and everything else. So, I mean, it's really, really, really a great program. And then I have the RTT, the RTT offering, which is RTT with minimal coaching. So with that said, thank you, Mr. Marcus. Appreciate it. Anyone else? <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And, oh, Mr. Marcus, is there anything you want to share? Anything going on in, in your in your world with your art that you want to share? Uh, no, I haven't been sure. Still working on my art, so. Well, Mr. Marcus, your artwork is amazing. It is amazing. It's amazing. I love that last piece. Oh, that last piece. I mean, the first piece you did for me that I commissioned you to do the waterfalls with the birds over the 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 um the mountains. It's just beautiful. Uh, and the one that you did. It sent me last week just on my screen of my phone. It was just breathtaking. The detail, the love that you put into that picture, that your artistry, every stroke is just with love. And it's magical. It's truly magical. So thank you, Mr. Marcus. Thank you for following your path and allowing that higher energy to use you to do this artistry that you do because it brings joy to the world and the world needs all of that love, okay? Thank you. So, my pleasure. Is there anyone else that has a comment or a demonstration? Hi, hey, Miss Naima. Oh, Mr. Sadler. Hey, we can hear you. I know sometimes Mr. Sadler, you know, he's on the phone most of the time. He just can't talk. So, Mr. Sadler, how's everything going? Our author of children's books and and that the the um, toy of Bass Reeves, I love it. I've been watching the show, by the way. Go ahead, Mister Oh, Mr. oh. <laughs> um, I, I'll talk to you definitely about the show. I can't wait to talk after after the call about the show whenever you have time. Um, okay. So yeah, I was hiding in the 
I had a bunch of background noise right now. I had to come hide in the stairwell when you said unmute. You said my <laughs> name. I had to let me come out the shadows for a second and let them know I'm here for the team. <laughs> Uh, so do you, do you have anything going? I mean, Sadler, you know, he's just got so many things on his plate. So can you share anything with us, Sadler? Well, well, two things I wanted to bring up. So I wanted to let Marcus and any other artists know. I'm trying to – I'm also – I found out about this uh, movie theater in Gardena that's going out of business, and I'm going to try and help save the theater. So I'll let you know more about that. I'm, but what I, what I said – Marcus's name is because I think I'm going to get a bunch of my artist friends together and because it's a mm-hmm. movie theater, uh, maybe do a painting of the movie theater, uh, inside, outside, wherever you want to paint. Uh, and maybe we paint our favorite movies. Say, say the Ghostbusters Marshmallow Man is towering over the movie theater or Godzilla <laughs> or something. Yeah. And then I want to auction off that those paintings that help raise money to keep the theater open. It's an independently owned theater since the 70s. Mom and Pop, a wonderful Korean family that own it. So I got some ideas that I'm working on to try and help. Every after school special we grew up with was save the community center, save the barbershop, save the space. So I said, this is real life. Let me see if I can help do some fundraising. And it's, and so that's what I think I'm going to do is get some of my artists, Mr. Marcus, maybe we get together. And you get the money from your own painting, too, and you can decide how much goes to the to the theater. But I think we all want to get together and do a painting. Climb air is what they call it when you paint outside and you set up your, set up your easel and just go to, go to, go to work. So that's what I think I'm going to do. Um, oh, and so that has nothing awesome. to do with me, a personal game, but I, mm-hmm. I think it'll be a good, it's, it's some, some stuff you do just to feel good, just to feel good stuff that's not about yourself, like you said. Right, right, for a greater purpose. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So I'll tell you more about that later. I had a question I wanted to pose to you, and we don't have to answer it this week or next week, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but I wanted to put it out there. You might have something off the top, and you might dig deeper. When we all busy working on ourselves, sometimes we get relatives or friends or neighbors it don't mean any harm, but I got a call, and they say, oh, man, well, he's, you know, you can't, my your voicemail's full, I can't call you, you can't call me back. Like, some people, when you're working on yourself, get upset that you don't have time to, you know, I'd rather listen to one of your recordings than maybe have a phone call with somebody I've had 300 phone calls with. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I just wanted to know how you, because, I, you're not from California, and I'm not. A lot of a lot of people on the phone that are in California will get that message. Oh, you're getting all Hollywood on us. I get that a lot. Not a lot, but at least twice mm-hmm. from people I love that you know. I don't live in Hollywood. I live in Inglewood, and I could be struggling. But if they don't get a call <laughs> back in 48 hours, I'm Hollywood, and I just didn't know. When you're working on yourself, you can't entertain everything and everybody. And I just wanted to know how how you deal with it being gone from home for so long. Well, what 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 what's kind of coming up in my my heart is that uh, people that say that there's a hint of jealousy, and they also feel that you're getting away from them, like you're going to become too big for them, that you're not going to like them anymore. 
And sometimes when people are creating their dream, it kind of emphasizes other people that are not. So they start feeling a little guilty or feeling insecure. Like, yeah, well, you know, I got talents too, but I'm not doing anything with them. And this person is. And so that's why I even share with people, refrain from sharing your dream with other people that are not a dreamer. Because all you're doing is frustrating them and, and really if they're most people are not going to be that happy for you if they're not able to tap into their own dream and think that find that their own dream is valuable enough to pursue or not to pursue but to bring into this existence then it, there's so much happiness that they can have for you but what i would do is that first i would not take it in i would just let them be in that space and i would not engage and en entangle myself in that feeling place as long as you know your heart and you know that this is what i need to safeguard me i'm not here to appease you i'm, I'm not here to to try to make you comfortable i'm not here to satisfy you that's not my life my life is not that my life is for me to learn how to take care of myself to set up boundaries to do what's important to me because i have things that i need to do in a day and if those people can't understand that, it wouldn't matter if you did get back with them. They would just find something else because that is their personality. It is to find something to complain about. You know how some people go to a party and even though maybe the, the food isn't as good as it could be and maybe the people there are not as, as friendly or, or as it's not as entertaining as you, but you still come away with, oh, I had a good time. You know, you don't come away complaining about the food. Oh, yeah, the food was horrible, or you know, and the people were this. You have people that, you know, they they can go to a party and have a great time. And, oh, man, yeah, it was fun. It was nice. I had a great time. And you have people that go to that same party, and they come out of it, and everything that you didn't even notice it. Yeah, you didn't see this. And I, I'm going, no. No, I didn't. No, no, I didn't notice that. No, I didn't. And it's like, wow, where's your attention? You know, where are you vibing? Vibing is where you're vibing. So when people say, and I got, I get that. I I haven't gotten that for a long time. I haven't gotten that kind of a a, a feedback that people, oh, you're going Hollywood, and then they start laughing. But what they're doing is they're trying to do a dig. But what I do is I just don't let that in. I just let them have it because people are too complex for you to try to figure out where that's coming from. But you do know that it's not a, it's not in a, a good place that it's coming from because it doesn't feel good to you. So you know it's in a negative. So I don't uh, let it in. I don't let it in. I just say, oh, that's just where they are. I don't know what their issues are. I don't even know what they're going through in their day. I mean, maybe they have a lot of things going on. Maybe they can't pay the bills. Maybe their ch their child isn't talking to them. I have enough. I have enough on my plate to keep up with my own emotional states than to try to figure out somebody else's. So I never try to get into anybody else's head. I just let them have their head the way they want it, and then I just move the way I move, and I just will just listen but I don't take it in. And I just say, oh, okay. I'll, but I'll explain. I'll say, well, I have things on my plate. There's things that I need to do in a day. You're, we're three hours different. And so by the time I 
look up, it's already 5 o'clock my time. That means it's 8 o'clock your time. So we're not even on the the same time frame. So I just take care of it with love, and I also ask the universe as well, what can I, what can I respond to? So I don't let my intellect really um, control my mouth. I always, if I'm in a space where I have an uncertainty, where I, I oh, okay, can I say this from love, or am I saying this because I want to get say something smart back, or or can't you understand that I got things? That's not going to do any good. So I, that, that's just going to put more gasoline on the flame. So I just kind of get quiet. <laughs> I get quiet and I just say, okay, infinite intelligence in this moment of uncertainty, give me the words of what, what can I say? What can I say? So I'm not inflaming it. But see, I'm the kind of person, I don't, I don't want, I don't like drama. Never have. Drama and me have never been friends. So the life that I've created is not going to have very much drama. It doesn't give me anything back. See, you have to, you, you look at your life and you say, what, how, whatever experiences I've had, they've, they've given me some payoff. What has been the payoff? Does the payoff me being a victim? Is the payoff me always seeking to be like where I've been taken advantage of is the, is the, is the pay, what is the payoff? Once you address the payoff, I don't want that payoff anymore. You have people that get sick. You have people that even have emotional states of like where they're almost having a nervous breakdown like every other day. And what, why is that? Everybody has stress, anxiety. I hear stories that were unbelievable. The person has cancer. They have a high-position job. So can you imagine you're having cancer, you've got to get chemo, and you're dealing with a whole lot of people and a, a ton of money? How do those people go through that without, you know, like just having a total breakdown? It's because of the way they manage their emotional states. And so you have to say, what is the payoff? I know people that get sick. I won't name one. One was dear to me. They're not here anymore. But when I went back in their life, it was the only time that person got attention was when they were sick. And when they weren't sick, they had to work like they had to work. But when they got sick, they they got attention. And they noticed it as a little kid. Oh, when I have cramps in my legs. When when I'm not feeling good, my father treats me a little bit better. He's not as hard on me. And my mom rubs my head and fixes me special food. So the subconscious mm-hmm. mind starts giving you what is is giving you a payoff in your life. So to give you more of those opportunities to be sick because you're using it <laughs> to get something back. And so the worst thing is that person married a man who did not understand sickness and would say, sickness is in your head. Can you imagine the, the, the turmoil that person was in most of their life? They married a man that their family, their belief was that sickness is in your head and there's not really any kind of sickness. And that person even said, I don't even have headaches, and didn't. 
That person did not ever have headaches. And that person, I never saw sick but one time, and then the time when they left. But that was a very short time before they left. They got sick. But the, all through that person's life, I saw them sick one time. Their partner, I saw them sick constantly, always having stomach issues, always having a headache. And when I went back to do, to, to, I interviewed people who knew that person, and I found out that that person's father treated the other person better than they treated the, the other daughter better than they treated that person. And the only time that, and that person was the oldest, so that person had to do most of the chores. But when that person got sick, they didn't have to do the chores. And then they got attention. And they, and they got the my last day or two. Oh, definitely. So the brain, so the brain does what it thinks you want it to do, whatever it's, whatever's serving you. And some people, um, there's this um, there's this video that I used to watch quite a bit, and it was talking about how the mindset of people when they go into different places, how they actually will attract the worst server because they're addicted to that. <laughs> they're addicted to that emotional state. They've got to have it. So it's like a drug. So they, you go into the restaurant, you'll get the most wonderful server. They go into the same restaurant, they draw to them the server that will not be as service-oriented as the other one. Because it is proven scientifically, your mindset sets you on a frequency. And that frequency is bringing you everything in your life. And then you have to not want it to serve you anymore. You cannot get anything from it. And if you do, you're going to repeat it because now you're addict, addicted to that, to that frequency, to that emotion, and that emotion has to be fed, has to be, because now you're training your body to be stimulated and to get that, that, that hit, that adrenaline hit that I have to have that. So when I go into this establishment, out of all the people that I meet, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to align myself with the most rudest, horrible person because my brain has to prove it right. That, oh, there's drama, there's this, there's that. And so I draw to myself that which I am. And you think, you say, well, God, that's not fair because some people have been um, abused in their life. They've come from environments that have caused them to create these personalities, these emotional needs. And you say, wow, why can't God just kind of heal them of that? If there was a God that could do that, don't you think it would? Yeah, yeah. let me feed these people in Africa. They're all starving. So let me throw manna down from heaven. Let me just throw some bread down. It doesn't work that way. It works individually. It is done unto you as you believe. It is done unto you as you believe. So when people are coming at you, Sadler, like that, you let them have that. Don't bring it in. 
don't accept it. Just stay in your space. You know your truth about yourself. Your truth is, half of the time I'm not even thinking of you. Why would you... Why would you think I would purposely not call you? That's your insecurity. That's not mine. I have, that's why when people, you know, people will say to me, oh, I'm sorry, Naima, I haven't called you in a long time. And I mean, people haven't called me about a year or so. Oh, I'm so sorry I thought about you. And, and I, I, I did, because they think I'm going to be upset with them. But I said, I know you have a life. I know you're not sitting over there thinking about Naima all the time. That is so egotistical. So anytime you call me, I'm going to be grateful. I don't care if it's tomorrow. I don't care if it's five years from now. I know that Sadler has a life. I don't know what's going on in your life. I don't know if something's going on with your wife. I don't know if you're involved in your business. I don't know where you are. But I know, and this is what I want all of us to know, is that people will reach out to you when it's they're supposed to. So don't get all ruffled up if your best friend hasn't called you in two months. Say to yourself, man, I haven't heard from my friend. I, is, is, are they going through something? Think that way instead of, oh, they haven't called me and, and I did this for them and I did this and, and, I, and I haven't seen them since I've loaned them that $50. Oh, so that's what your main your that that was your underlining um, meaning giving that fifty dollars. You thought the person is supposed to be loyal to you now because you gave them fifty dollars. So you expect something from you giving them that, and that's the cardinal sin: ex- expecting something from someone. You have a whole list of expectations, but you didn't tell them. You know, for me to be your friend. You have to meet these requirements, and if you don't, you're going to be in trouble. I'm going to have an issue with you because you're not fulfilling my requirements as a friend. So that's why you want to be honest. It's like, okay, if I give you this money, I expect for you to I expect to hear from you in two weeks or three weeks. I don't expect for you to get ghosts, not less, not less. Um, if it was a loan, but if it was a gift, then. Why would the person be getting in contact with you about the money? So you have to just say, people have lives. And you want to say that about yourself. And in my heart, I'm meaning no harm. And I'm not being, not trying not to get in contact with you. But I have things that I'm doing. And if a person can't understand that, I guarantee you, they will have a they will have a problem with something else because people will find the problem if they're problem seekers they will find the problem so that's what their brain is set up to do and there's nothing you can do about that because you can't change the person right of course you can't change them so you have to just say I will. I always get back with you when I can, but I have things that I'm doing. And again, if you don't know the language, I always just go to spirit. I just say, okay, infinite intelligence. What can I say to my daughter right now? What can I say to my husband? What can I say to the the person that comes over here and takes care of the, this condo? 
oh, he didn't do that work right. I've asked him to do this 50 times. He still hasn't been over here to do it. So I just asked the spirit, okay, when I do call him, you know, how can I phrase it to get him to do what I want to do? I can't, I can't call him angry. <laughs> do you think that's going to get him to do it? And if he does it, he'll do it just shabbily. No, I wait until, that, that's what that term is, wait on the Lord. That's what that means. It's like don't do things in the moment when you're not able to do them out of a consciousness to plant a seed of what you want in return. So if I'm going to say something, if I say it in the consciousness, in the intention to be hurtful, how am I going to have a connection with that person? It won't happen because I purposely have said something to that person to be hurtful. So that's what I'll get back in return. So I'm just conscious of in what intention I'm doing everything is the intention in love. And what does love mean to me? Respect. What does love mean to me? Appreciation. What does love mean to me? Kindness. What does love mean to me? Generosity. It's the fruits of that. It's not, oh, I love this person. Oh, you don't want to hug and kiss them. No, I'm going to be respectful of them. They're grown or they're a little kid. And beyond all of that, if I know, and we all know on this call, that people have the essence of the divine in them. And so I'm not going to be disrespectful to you. Even if you try to come off on me like being disrespectful, I'm not going to. I'll just let you say what you say. I'll be quiet. And then I may say something that I may not. But I don't. I, I, I consciously of where I am emotionally and then respond. And that's what you can do. And you know, sadly, you have a big heart. So don't let people try to manip manipulate you to feel bad about, because you have a very busy life and you've got a wife. And like I said, if people can't understand that they're not the only people in the world and they're, you're, they're not the center of your world, then um, I'll call you, but I may not be able to call you when you want me to call you. So does that make any sense? It does. You know, I, nobody wants to be left behind. I got people that I feel like are leaving me behind. I got people that I may be putting in my rearview mirror, uh, but not, to, not consciously. Just no. if we're not working together on the same things, a lot of us, even on this call, we're all very busy people that are aspiring to do other things. So, yeah, I get it. And I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but I also have to protect my, you have to protect your thoughts. You know, sometimes somebody will say something, and now they're on your mind for the rest of the day as opposed to your to-do list or what that goal was for that afternoon. So I get it. And, and with that whole East Coast calling, you call me at three o'clock on a. You can they can call you at three o'clock on a work week, and then, oh man, it went right to voicemail. Yeah, because it's three o'clock and I work till five. Or, you know, it's just difficult. But I appreciate everything you said makes a hundred percent sense, and I think that all of us are better off because you shared it with us. Because that's something to deal with. You know, we all have loved ones, and most of us have. You know, we we have a dream. And and then it's, and it's just ch it's challenging to balance that you know that balance mm -hmm. keeping in touch and and going for what you need to go for right and you know and and something else um, 
sad or sometimes when you're thinking like if that person is like kind of leaving your your circle um you want to look in your heart and feel like what is the fear of that do i feel a sense of abandonment by that person did i need that person to help carry me with them as they're moving and progressing did i is that what the fear is is the anxiety if they get too far away from me they won't remember me they can't they won't be able to bring me back with them so you have to look at that because you know all of us have people that come in and out of our lives and sometimes we get on our train they stay for a little bit and then sometimes people stay for a long time and then get off and then sometimes they'll get back on but what i want us all to recognize is that once you as you are on this journey you just know that whoever is in your company they're there because they're serving some purpose of some something they're either your teacher they're teaching you something that may be very uncomfortable and they might be just there to be loving on you and to be and to really be just your friend and support so different people have different things but they're all teaching you something about yourself so when i so when people or people that I love and I get very involved in. <laughs> in fact, I, I was going to get some treatment, acupuncture for like the three months or so. And I fell in love with those girls. And I shared with my husband, my honey, I said, honey, don't you miss, <laughs> don't you miss going there and, and seeing our, because I call them my friends. Because we would just be hugging all up in the office and stuff. And, <laughs> and so just having a love fest. And especially your young girls, so they're not burdened down with a whole bunch of stuff, you know. They're still youthful, right. so they still, you know, they're vibrant. Life hasn't beat them down. They haven't accepted that, you know, or have life experiences. Right. So anyway, going there, we're hugging everybody, the doctors and acupuncturists, and he's an aging person, so he's kind of feeling a little bit like, oh, my goodness, I'm not used to this. But anyway... We're just having a ball. I've been doing that for like over three months. So I, so I said, honey, don't you miss going and seeing our friends on Friday? Because that's when we used to go. And he said, what friends? <laughs> I said, <laughs> I said, you people at the, at the acupuncture office. He said, no, not really. And I look at <laughs> and I go, okay. Uh, I just said, now the last the last day I'm leaving there when I know I'm not gonna you know I can go back uh, and see them I probably will around the holidays um, and just visit and you know bring them something or whatever but um, when I was leaving out I was almost crying <laughs> I was almost crying because I said oh Aww. these are my friends there but but the point is so I I get connected to people. Because I see the good in the people, so the, all my my experiences are just absolutely wonderful with people. Because I usually just have such great times with them. It's almost like I was a little kid, and you you know when you're that little kid and you're going to the playground and you run up to somebody and you're so excited to meet them. That's who Naima still is. I still am so excited about meeting people because it's like, what is your life like? What is your life path? What do you want to do? You know so. Anyway, uh, so I just connect with people, and I get really sad. But I've had people, 
that have been on my journey and they come on my train, they stay and we're, you know, we're really cool with each other and then they're gone. And I go, wow, what happened? <laughs> what happened? But I've come to recognize that there's a time and a season for everything. And I know that the infinite intelligence knows when that time and season is. So I don't push when on a relationship. I let it grow. I let it blossom. But I don't try to make it happen. I allow it to happen. And if you're cool, you want to call me, that's good. If you don't want to call me for a month or a week, but most of the time when people don't call me, I haven't heard from them in a while. I've never take it personal. And that was one of the four agreements is that you're not supposed to take anything personal. Um, it even says in the in the four agreements, if somebody comes up and shoots you in the head, you're not supposed to take it personal because you didn't tell them to come and shoot you in the head. That is one of the four agreements is not to take anything personal. And even in the Bible, it, it tells you not to be offended. That is one of the principles of spirituality is that whatever people are doing or saying, you're not even supposed to be offended. So if you're being offended, you're not even within the law. So Lord knows what's going to happen with that. You're, it's really going to, the train is really going to come off the, off, the tra- off, the, off the rails because you're not, in, you're not in compliance with the laws. And the laws are, they never change. That's why they call them principles, is that you're not supposed to be offended. And if you do become offended and you take it personal, oh, now you've taken it in. Now you've become a part of it. Now you're in that energy field. And that's how people get killed. That's how people can get killed. It's because somebody's arguing with you, which you could have just walked away. I'll talk to you later when you kind of calm down or not. Or you don't even have to say when you calm down because if you say when you calm down in the person, that inflames it even more. <laughs> That's a <laughs> yeah, that's another trigger. So you just have to literally, and I've done this, um, when the person is really hot, I just don't say anything. I don't say anything. I'll just take myself out of that, out of the presence of the person. And then when that spirit within me says, okay, now address it. Now the person's not on fire there, you know, when a person's angry, you don't even think the same way you do when you're not angry. It it you it impedes your thinking. In fact, it takes you back into barbarism. That's why you see all of what you're seeing in the Congo and in in um, Gaza. Because once people get angry, now it impedes your thinking that would be coming from wisdom. You have no wisdom now. You're just into emotions. So when you're there, what what can you create? How can you think you're going to create some wonderful experiences when you're in a realm or in a frequency that has nothing to do with love, peace, and joy, and prosperity? You you only create the environment in which you're operating in and your your frequency. So I just step away, I saw something that on TV, on YouTube, but I could see it escalating. And I'm saying to the person, just walk away. 
don't keep talking to them. They can't even hear you. All they're thinking about is what they're going to say back to you. So you can actually see the fire in these two individuals. And I'm just saying, why doesn't they just walk away? They can't because they're, they're addicted to the stimulation that they're getting from the argument and the frustration. But again, then the person grabbed the other person. Now they're in a physical fight. They're two women. And you look at what's happening is people are being so triggered. You got grown people. In my day, you would hardly ever see an adult fight physically. But now you're seeing women, 30s and 40s and 50s, actually grabbing another person. So, and even being willing to fight. Now, when you're a kid, of course, that's, you know, that's age appropriate because you're fighting. You're, you're just all, you're all uh, sensation when you're a little kid. But as you get older, you are supposed to have become evolved and become a thinker. Think. And become more in tune with your emotional states so you could have emotional control. But you're just seeing more people, more people not having had the discipline to control their emotions. And now their emotions are controlling them. If you don't control your emotions, your emotions and feelings will control you. And so um, you just want to let people be where they are and not engage. Not even, not one bit. Don't even Look at them. Just, just walk away. Say, well, you're not going to hear me anyway. Whatever I got to say, because you're, you're too much in defense mode. You're going to be protecting yourself. You're going to be defending yourself. So you're not going to hear anything I say. And that comes with, you know, you just want to be, be wise. And that's another thing you can pray for. Ask the universe. You know, just can I be wise? I, I, I want to be wise. Because wisdom is going to be carry me a lot further than this other this other stuff. And you can just see where you have even marriages break up because the partners don't understand that the way they talk to each other, it's creating something. It's creating a divide. And the more you argue, the more you fuss, guess what you start doing? Now you, that's all you start seeing. You start focusing on the people's flaws. You start focusing on the hurtful things that person said to you. So the wedge just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And our children are losing. Our children are losing. They're losing. Because anytime the family unit can't be together and the family unit can't be make a safe place for the child, the child feels not safe. And when the child feels not safe, then it can't perform. The child can't concentrate even on school and usually the child usually becomes a bully of some sort because they're showing you that they don't have a safe place at home. So that's why I'm such an advocate of us being the sub somewhat beacon of hope, if you want to say that, for us to be so mindful of what we're thinking 
that we will not ever negotiate that away. No, I'm not willing to let anyone steal my joy. I'm not willing to, to, to add fuel onto this fire. I'm going to be wise. And every word that I speak, everything that I do, it's going to be out of a, a wisdom. And I know if I operate that, my life will be different. Everything. The people that will be around me will be different. And that's why I think, you know, you just have to say what you want honestly from with people and say it in love. And say, I'm just not, I have things I'm doing. Your, three, your six o'clock is my three o'clock, the middle of my day. And I'm working. And most people understand when you're working. Not unless they're really insecure. So anything mm-hmm. else, Mr. Sadler? No, that's amazing. That's awesome. That is amazing. But yeah, but you that's see how that works? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what what do I want from here? Oh, whatever I'm saying, what is the intention? And like I said, the client that I had that I talked to on this last week said that, you know, he wanted to have a really good relationship with his, with his father and wasn't able to all of his life. And he said, but he had the RTT, and he's my personal coaching client, and he said that this past week he texted me, like on Monday or Tuesday last week, I can't wait to talk to you. I can't wait to talk to you. I can't wait to our session on Friday because <laughs> i got to tell you something about my father. And I asked him, I said, well, when you were talking to your father, where was your mind? And he said, what I was thinking about is that I wanted to connect with him. I said, so see, your mind wasn't thinking. Of, I said, what was your normal thinking when you were talking to your father? I would be angry. I would be thinking about how... He disappointed us. See his his see his sense his consciousness. And I said, so in this time when you talk to him, what were you thinking? I just I was thinking I wanted to understand my father. I wanted I wanted to have a connection with my father. And I said, and did you see the difference in your conversation? He said, oh yeah. <laughs> And it brought tears to my eyes because I don't care what you say. In this world, relationships, and science has proven, relationships are 85% of your happiness. If you don't have nice, great, healthy relationships, your life is, I don't care how much money you have. I don't care if you're driving a Bentley. I don't care if you're living in a, mountain, a mansion. What, what, what's his name he's saying? Um, um, Oh, my goodness. Luther Vandro, he used to say, mm-hmm. a home is not a home when you're not there. And this yeah. is the truth. It's the <laughs> truth. People create our relationships with people, especially when we have loving relationships with the people who brought us here. Oh, my goodness. That's just another day in paradise. To be able to call your mom or your father and have a heart-to-heart talk, and then know that they are there for you, that's what's, that's what's missing in our society is because most parents weren't there for their children. I was one. I'm working. i got to have a career. 
which, you know, you don't fault me. Yeah, because, you know, if you, if you went to college and you want to have a better life for your children, yeah, you have to get a job. So a lot of us went out there getting a job, you know, and having a latchkey kids and then getting a, what is it, <laughs> a babysitter when you could, all of that. But we didn't know what we were doing. And if our parents told us, well, you know, somebody, you know, no, everybody can't be working. Oh, no. No, I've got to be a career person. Well, your kids. Well, they're going to school. Yeah, I get them some good, nice clothes. They can go to all the field trips. And the same person that um, his, the father was actually saying to the, to the son, he doesn't understand why the other kids don't call him. And the, the person was telling the father, well, it's because of this and this. But you know what? He didn't get angry when his father was trying to to uh, defend himself. Why? Because he's wanting to understand his dad. He's not there to judge him. And the father could feel it. So the father kept the conversation going. And he found more and more out about how his father was thinking. And that's the, that's the beauty of it. So when he was saying that, oh, Naima, I had the best talk with my dad. I know that in itself is so healing. That in itself is so healing because if you go back and look at all of our lives, if we had parents that were there for us, loving, and if they were healthy themselves, we would have had a different outcome. But many of us come from parents that really were from the South or people of color. Your society was treating you not so good. And uh, so came through a lot of heartache and pain. And so that shows up in our behavior. So anyway, I was just so thrilled that this young man is having a relationship with his dad and connected. And that's what it's all about. So you have to say, whatever I'm saying, what's the intention? Because once I say it, I'm planting a seed. And if it's not in love, and if I'm not seeking to understand, if I'm not seeking to be kind and generous, how can I expect any other experience that would mirror that if it wasn't from that seed? I only get, I only receive what I so what you sow is what you reap, and it's the truth. You could call it cause and effect, Newton's law, cause and effect. What am I causing? And I, and I never tell, I, I always share with people, don't try to fix the outer. Don't do that because it started from the inner. So if you've got unhealthy relationships and all that kind of stuff. Don't try to fix those people. Just fix you. Just concentrate on you. Because you have to say, I help create it. 
If this is a relationship I have, somewhere down the line, I help create this. I'm a co-creator in it. So if I want something different, I'm going to think differently, set a different intention, only love, and then I know for sure that I'm going to get love in return. And if not, I'm telling you, you won't even have to tell the person to stop calling you. You won't have to tell the person to stop coming over here. They will automatically start doing that because you're not vibing on the same vibe. Because when you get on the phone, you won't have that much to talk about. You won't have the connection anymore. And before you know it, they're gone. So just do everything that you do out of the consciousness of love, okay? Always. Uh, so thank you, Sadler. Thank you for inquiring about that. And I'm knowing that more than just you got something out of it. And, yeah, I didn't think that was a private question. I felt like as a question, everybody might be able to use, take something away from us. That's why I asked you on the yeah. call. No, yeah. Normally that would be something I ask you personally. But, this, yeah, but I'm, you complete, know, I'm complete, and it's been, a wonder, it's been a wonderful, wonderful morning, and now we've incorporated uh, the great grand and gloriousness of the professor into all of our lives. <laughs> He's infused I know. It. He's infused I know. It into it. I know. I know. So remember that, um, just remember, no one can make anyone feel anything. That's not your job. You can't make people feel anything that they're not feeling within themselves. So just say, uh, nope, I can't make you feel bad. That's you making yourself feel bad some kind of way. I can't I let them make me feel bad is what the problem. I got to make yeah. sure they don't make me. That's the main part. I'm well, not yeah. worried about me. Well, don't, yeah, I'm more worried don't about take it on. manipulating my heart. No. Yeah. So, and, so see, you said it. You knew that they're manipulating your heart. So just, just say no to it. No. No, I know what you're doing. No. I'm not going to allow it. I'm not going to agree with it. I'm, I'm not going to consent to it. And I don't have to consent to anything. I have full control over my emotional state. Thank you for the No, not, no thank you for the offer. <laughs> no thank you for the offer. I'm not receiving. So, that, that's, so yeah. So, anyway, I know we can all, we can all use that. Sadly. So, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And all the, yeah, and if you can, um, I'm on, I sent everyone with the invite information for the, for Wilda's events that are today and tomorrow. She has so many authors that are going to be on her author's talk, it's called, it's on Facebook. And I will be on there 3.30 today. I will be sharing the 12 principles or the 12 keys to higher states of consciousness. And then I will also um, tomorrow be sharing the wonderful you, and I'm on 3.30 tomorrow as well. But she has uh, plenty, plenty of uh, women authors, and um, they're going to share with you tools on how to create your book and share with you how they created their book, what their inspiration was and their follow-through and all of that. Uh, so it's a really great event. <clears throat> and then this week I will – Send you out the link to Miss Muriel Shabazz's talk, Postmasters Black Talk. It's called, and it's about issues that are are valuable in the Black community. 
and that's every other Wednesday, I think at like 7.30ish, but I will send out the invitation. So it's not going to be this Wednesday, but next Wednesday it'll be back. So it's every other week. And um, I've been on it several times, and whenever I'm available, I jump on. So I will send you that as well. And um, other than that, just thank you for praying for me, and thank you for praying for my daughter. My daughter, her eye, and she's going to have another operation on November the 30th, and that's Regina. So keep her in your prayers. And we're going to send a shout-out to Pooh Chevelle, because, you know, we got three Chevelles. So Pooh Chevelle, we're going to send you out some loving energy as well. And um trying to think of who else. Dr. Deborah. Um, oh. Oh, my girl, Iris. Yeah, Iris, Maurice, the Gordy family. <coughs> and um, I think that's it. I'm glad I remembered that. So is there anyone else that has a comment? Okay. Demonstration. Well, everybody have a great um, feast this week, those of you that are celebrating Thanksgiving, and those of you that are not celebrating the traditional Thanksgiving, um, I know you're going to be thankful anyway, so all of us just enjoy our times with our families, um, try not to kill yourself eating too much and I, or hurt yourself, and I will see all of you next week. <clears throat> same time, same station. You've been listening to Naima, your host from Naima North Star. Plug into the wonderful you right here on Spotify. Today is November the 20th, 2023. And I will see you next week at 8.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And again, thank you all, all over the world for listening in on our life-changing podcast. So everyone, have a really great week, and I'll talk to you next week. All right, everyone. Everybody have a good good evening. I mean, good day. If anybody want to say bye, say bye. Peace and blessings, everyone. Have a happy right. Thanksgiving. Ah, you too. Looking good, too, uh, Professor. I saw you on Facebook. Looking good, guys. Looking good, handsome. <laughs> All right. Love, everyone. Take care. Peace.